Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Good morning, Faith Renewed. So good to see you this morning. Turn around and look at your neighbor and say, you sat by the right one today. All right? Come on. Say, you couldn't have picked a better one. Come on, let them know it. Amen. What a good day it is to be in God's house. And a lot of exciting things happen. A lot of great things going on, man. Family Easter events taking place. Bring folks with you. Hang out. Good Friday communion. That's a, that's a special time. Remembering what Christ did on the cross. Um, Receiving communion together, just worshiping the Lord and Easter, man. I tell you, I'm excited about that, celebrating the resurrection of Jesus. But uh, before we do that, I just want to say I'm glad you're here. And uh, for you at home as well, I'm excited God sent you this way today to worship with us. If it's your first time, well, we just want to tell you how glad we are that you're here. So Faith Renew Family, let all of our first-time guests know whether they're in the house, whether they're at home, let them know. Yeah, let them hear you at the house. Amen. I'm just, again, glad you're excited. I don't, I don't believe there's a better place you should be than right here with God's people in his house honoring him. Amen. So, so what do we do? But if you are new here, this is something we do every week, and so we invite you to be a part of this time. We go to God's word. So if you brought your Bible, and I hope you did, turn with me to 1 Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5. And um, the, word, the, the text will be on the screen for you today. Uh, you can also use the version. Uh, Bible app, if you use that app, which is a very cool app, you can click more and then events and uh, follow right along. And also we give Bibles to any person who doesn't have one. So if you need a Bible, you can stop by Connect. We have those for you. We want you to have, a, have your sword. Amen. Be ready. Be ready. Uh, but First Peter chapter 5, I want to read two verses in our opening kind of foundational text today we're going to stand on. So if you have that, say, I have it. Come on, that's, y'all are quick. Y'all are so good. Verses 8 and 9, 1 Peter 5 says, be sober. Come on, somebody, be sober. Amen. Be vigilant. That's guys a cool word. We're going to talk about both of those words. Be vigilant. Why? Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion Seeking whom he may devour. He's looking for those that he can take out. That's not you, by the way. Not supposed to be you. Amen. Verse 9 says, Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. Let's pray, and then we're going to talk about this thing this morning. So, Father, we just ask you today, Lord, as we gather in your, in your Son's name, Lord, we ask that your Spirit would just be poured out mightily in this room. I pray for hearts and lives, Lord, to be forever changed in this place, God. And in those who are just watching today online in our live stream or maybe watching this service, Lord, at another moment or time down the road, God, I thank you. You're the same God who's at work right now, who will be at work in their life as they watch this. And I give you thanks and praise for it all, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Tell your neighbors, amen. Come on. If you're wondering if we're an amen church, we are. Amen. It's okay to do that here. 
Before we jump into the word, I want to take a moment and I want to just say something that needs to be said. Um, I want to say that tomorrow is a very special day and uh, for me and my lovely bride. We're celebrating 30 years of wedding anniversary tomorrow. So would you tell my wife she is incredible for putting up with me? Amen. Amen. She has been with me through a lot of hairstyles. Amen. And I'm telling you, she has been with me through so many hairstyles that has never left me nor forsaken me. And so, but uh, I, uh, I do want to say thank you to her. I, I, again, and I say this in seriousness, outside of the gift of salvation, hands down, hands down, outside the gift of salvation, she's the greatest gift that God's ever given me. And so I'm so honored, so thankful that she, she said yes to me 30 years ago, and I love you so much. And so I honor her. But uh, before I just wanted to say, man, I'm, I'm excited about the word today. Um, took a different kind of turn um, this week as I was spending time with the Lord. And uh, we're in a series right now, if you're wondering what the name of this series is, it's called Why? And um, we've been hanging out here for a while just because the Lord won't let us go on from this. And um, our why is so important. Uh, why we do certain things, look certain ways, do what God's called us to do. Why we do that is such a big deal. And um, we've been digging deep, man. We've got now a year's worth of messages in this series. And uh, that blows my mind to think about that at this point. But it is, it's wild to think that. But again, there's a why in what we do with everything. Um, some of you are like, man, I wonder why the church does this. Even like why we even uh, invest and, and give out T-shirts and free T-shirts. I mean, I'm, when I say there's a reason why, there's a why behind it. There's a why behind it. I got a very cool, uh, just a kind of confirmation to why we do what we do this week. Well, yesterday, I got a call from one of our members who been battling some physical things, had to go to the hospital, and they were in the emergency room. And as they were sitting in the emergency room, they had their Making Jesus Known t-shirt on that, that we give out, that we give out here. And so again, that is our vision statement, why we do what we do to make Jesus known. They were sitting there. They had their Making Jesus Known shirt. And, uh, and as they were sitting there, someone come in who had been battling kidney stones. And um, I don't know if you've ever had that. I, I've, I've heard people who struggle with that. It's one of the worst things they say you can have, worse than having those two twins uh, that, I, that I've heard. And I just, I miss that Blair's about to have that she's carrying. And uh, they, say, they literally say it's brutal. The guy comes in, he is physically, and I don't want to get too graphic, but vomiting and, and such pain and just and hurting. And as he was sitting in the emergency room, what they do in the emergency room, make you wait. It's an emergency, people, all right? But it's they put you in the emergency room. And again, they're they have an order they have to do. And as he's sitting there, he actually looks up and he sees the shirt of the member of our house who's there. And it says, making Jesus known on him. Now, when I say what God did in that moment, it's incredible because this guy looked at him and said, I need to call on him right now. Yeah, amen. He called on the Lord. Now, it gets better. He called on the Lord, got up, went to the restroom. Again, I want to get graphic, but, but passed the kidney stone immediately came back out, looked at the reception at the desk and said, somebody else can have my spot. Jesus just healed me. Amen. Come on. So, whoo. Amen. So I just celebrate that. Praise God for that. So again, there is a why. So if you're wondering why we do what we do, there's always a reason why. That's just one of those to get to celebrate how good God is. And so I'm just thankful for that. So in our why today, a little bit different shift. I want to talk about that. If you've seen the title there in the U version, it's 
why so many lose. Interesting title, different approach today, but why so many lose? This was kind of birthed out of conversation that I've had and in talking because we've been in this series, why we've been talking about the last few weeks, why our thoughts matter. And our thoughts matter so much. If you've missed that, go listen to that. And so I'm going to kind of build off of those last few weeks, but I, I felt like the Lord would not just let me leave that where we left that. And I'm like, and I felt like, man, we hit that pretty, pretty well. Spent a few weeks in that, in that subject and dealing with that about why our thoughts matter. And it is so important. And again, I feel like that, again, what we think is such a, such a big deal. But the Lord just kind of hit me and I just kind of like would have to share it the way I kind of felt like he put it in my heart because we can't just think our way to victory. So I don't want the enemy to mess with the teaching that we've done in the past on this and what we've shared. And I don't want somehow like even anything that will come to our minds to say that, well, all I have to do is think a certain way. Now, again, I'm not lessening the last few weeks huge and it starts when I say it starts in the mind the battle that we're in it starts in the mind and so I'm, I'm serious about this and the war that we're facing the, our thoughts that come in what we do with those thoughts are a big deal bringing those thoughts captive casting those thoughts down all of that matters but we can't just say well I'm gonna think my way to victory and then we never step forward into the, the actual battle that God's given us and the enemy's bringing towards us and the victory that's on the other side. Now, but so what will happen is we'll stop and we may sit back if we let it, because the enemy, we know this, we learned it in, that, in the last few weeks, he'll take truth and twist it. So he, he'll say things to us. I'm talking about Christian people who love Jesus and want to do this thing the right way. He'll say things like to us like, man, I, well, just think about it. Pass it, all your thoughts are all that matters. So just think about it. When God's calling you, get up. Kick, him in the, kick the enemy in the teeth. Go hard at this thing. Don't stop. But he'll say, just think about it. So I, want, I don't want to stop there because I said something during the last few weeks that God never meant for you to lose. And I believe that. I don't believe Jesus steps out of heaven. Like, I mean, literally, we see, the, we see God the Son step out of heaven, come to earth, get on a cross, and die in our place for our sin. I, I don't believe he did all of that, took all the sin that is on this world, took it upon himself, then defeats that, that, that grave, the death that he suffers for us. And then in a couple of weeks, we're going to celebrate how alive Jesus is. Amen. We're going to celebrate the resurrection. We do it weekly, but we're going to really focus on it next in two weeks. But, but I, I don't think he ever did did all of that for you to lose. It makes no sense to me that he's going to do all of these things and then we end up losing. I don't, I don't think so. But again, so why do so many lose? Why do so many fall? And, and why is it so important? Because again, we can't just stop with the thought. We start there. So we start when the enemy brings that thought in, when he puts that thing there that you'll always be bound to that. This will have a bit. No, listen, you take that thought, bring it captive, cast it down. But you don't stop there because we see in, in their text today, we're going to see there are some things that God has asked of us. And it's like not things that are out of our reach. It's not things that we can't do. 
Because we learn that with him, with our minds set on him, all things through Christ, we can do that. So again, this is not some like, man, I'm not, is it like us trying harder? No, this is us stepping into now the call that he has for us. Because listen, there is a war. All right, there is a war. I, we had a call this, this week. Someone reached out from one of the administration from Tanglewood Middle School and uh, reached out, and, and their words to us were, were, were literally that we believe we're under a spiritual attack in our school. And if you don't know, there was a shooting this week at Tanglewood Middle School, and, and a 12-year-old shoots and takes the life of another 12-year-old. It makes no sense in the natural world. What is going on? Somewhere along the way, an enemy got into a mind and is hard at work. And, they, and, and their words to us that we believe that we've been battling things all year. Now, if you don't know, if you've been around here for a while, I reference Tanglewood a lot because that's my school. That's where, I, that's where I went to school. That's my community. It's very strange to be watching the news and they're set up outside of your parents' home. That, I mean, I just, it is, so again, this is not something we're seeing across the, the, the country. This is not Detroit. This is not Chicago. Th no, this is Greenville. This is things that are happening around us right now. So at the end of our service, we're going to take time. They asked us if we, a call to prayer. So we're going to be praying for our students, our teachers, our administrators. We're going to be, we're going to be covering them. We're going to do that. That's what we're called to do. If we're going to say this thing, you know, we're in a war. We got to fight. All right, so this is how we do it as believers. And so, again, we go to this thing and we fight this thing in prayer. So we see this, and this is not something that I'm only hearing from them. It's a, a right now, I've, I've, again, we're 30 years of marriage, but about to be 25 years of ministry this year. And I have never, when I say never, I've never heard the amount of warfare that I'm hearing right now. Never in my life. I'm talking about I'm hearing it from parents. I'm hearing it from teachers, administrators, pastors. I'm hearing this like I've never heard before. And so again, the enemy is increasing his warfare because he knows his time is running out. But we cannot in this time pull back from what God has called us to step into. Amen. We must fight this fight and we must fight the good fight of faith. So we see something here. Now, as we look at this, I'm, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to pump up the enemy today. That's not what we're going to take time to do. Can't stand when we see that. I, and I, I try not in no way to do that because, again, I, we're not going to give him glory. But I, 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 we have to know this. There are too many losing because there is a real enemy. Now, I always pause here because I can't talk about, again, how real this enemy is, about how, again, deceitful he is and how we fight him without pausing and taking a moment to remind him and to remind us who he's not. All right, I always love, I love, I just love to remind him who he's not. So again, he's listening. And, uh, and so in case you're wondering, he, he shows up on Sundays too, tries to, amen. And so again, he'll be listening to the, the you, you, uh, YouTube uh, channel later, man, and hearing this. So, so but I, I, tell, I mean, we're him, remind him who he's not. He's not God. He's not, he's, he is not God. When I say he's not God, he's not omnipresent. All right, he's not everywhere. So he, he's not that. He's not omniscient. He's not all-knowing. He's, he's not omnipotent. He's not all-powerful. And he's definitely not king of kings and lord of lords. Amen. And so again, he's not those things. And so I always love to pause there and say that because we need to know this again, but he's real. He's real. For, for us to not think that there's a spiritual war happening, that's foolish on our part. 
For us to turn a deaf ear to it, to not, to not recognize it and see that for what it is, it's foolishness on our part. So how do we do this? How do we win? How, how do we stop so many from losing? First of all, in our text today, we see it. The number one thing that he said to do here is he said to be sober. Be sober. Now, uh, what happens is this. Our mind will automatically go to the natural when that statement is made. And I think it's very important and very true that we be sober in the natural. Oh, can I get a witness in this place? All right, anybody love Jesus? Amen. All right, because he said not, to, not to, to be sober. All right. And so he said in enough places to make that very clear that we are to be sober in all areas. But this is not just saying, just don't get, don't drink too much, get too drunk, as I heard somebody say. Too drunk. All right. But uh, so, but to be sober, it's huge. That's a that's a big deal. This this word literally means when you see this, when it says be sober, this is telling us that we're to literally be self-controlled. Now that if you have kids, or if you remember being a kid, your parent probably told you, control yourself. <laughs> you probably heard it. Yeah, man, I heard it more times than, than I got some. I, got, I saw hands go up in this house when I said that. Amen. Come on. Control yourself. Now, th- this, is, this, is, this is amazing because this word here, when we see this, that we are to control ourselves, this is wild because he's saying to us, be sober. He, he didn't say, do sober. Now, should you do sober? Yeah, I say, yeah, do it. I think it's good. But he's saying something. He's saying now that we, when we understand that as we've looked at the second Corinthians, we've seen now that we're in the war, that we've been given powerful weapons, that what God has placed at our disposable, disposal, who he's made us to be, who he's called us to be. As we see all of these things now, he's saying this, be this, but be that. And that, I think that's, that's, that's so awesome because he's telling us not like try to do something. This is not like the to-do list. This is not the checklist of Christianity. This is us being now who he called us to be. And so, I, because I don't know if you've ever been around someone who's had too much to drink or they are under the influence, they, they think a certain way, they say stuff, they do things, and you're like, man, bro, and, and, and they don't even remember it half the time. That's what happens. They don't even remember what took place. They start telling. We, had, we sat down with someone the other day and they were sharing and talking about how God is bringing them out of that bondage and how God has set them free and delivered them from that. And we were celebrating it right around the table, thanking God for what he does. But they even began to tell us there were moments when I got so, so drunk, I don't even remember Now, let me tell you what happens when we get so drunk, and I'm talking about, man, not being sober as God's called us to be. The enemy will come into your life. He will destroy you. He will take you out. And then you're like, man, how did that even happen? You wake up the next day, and you look down, and you're beat up, and you don't even remember being in that moment. So he's saying something to us. He's saying, be this way. Now, this is what I love about Scripture. He's, he's, it's just so cool that he lets us know that now this is who you are, 
be this, and now out of us who he's called us to be, now we can actually live this out. Because this is cool. In Titus chapter 2, Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 14, it says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Name Jesus. Thank you for appearing and showing up and coming on the scene for those, again, who put trust in you. Now, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly. So now this is like, now this is who you are. Now actually go be and live out who you are. Because if, you, if you've ever seen someone trying to be something they're not, they will wear themselves out. They will, they're miserable. You're miserable. And it, it's just, it's amazing what happens. There. So you have to do this. Now, again, first of all, you have to be this. Who makes you that? Him. We receive the gift. It's salvation. Now, again, he said, this is now who you are. Now live this way. We should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age. Like now. So in life, day in, day out, doing life, doing what we do, day in, day out. This is it. We, so we live this way in the present age. As we do this, as we're looking for, as we're looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, when I say he's coming, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. So, when, so again, the purity, the soberness, all of those things, where do they come from? They come from him. Now, again, this is, again, where this comes, that he, he does the redeeming, he does, he does the purifying, he does the cleansing, he does the work, and now he's saying, now just go live this out. Go live this way. Go walk this out. And so, again, we don't do this. We don't just look for the future of just Jesus coming. We do that. But as we do it, we're presently walking and living as God now has called us to do. So now we, we now know who we are. We know now how he's called us to live and be. So he said, now live this out. So you so be sober. Tell your neighbor, be sober. Come on, quit getting drunk, all right? Come on, <clears throat> be sober. Quit letting, again, the enemy pull you away. Say, now, again, he goes on because he doesn't stop. I, again, I love the scripture. The word is so amazing. All right, he doesn't just say, now, you be this. He now says to do this, be vigilant. Be vigilant. This word means for us to be watchful. It means for us to be watchful. It means that we are to pay attention to where the enemy can gain access into our life. So, the, so, you're, so we're not just looking at this saying, man, I'm going to think a certain way. Again, we think it, bring the thought captive. But now we're aware 
look, we're aware. We're, we're looking at our situation. We're looking at what's happening around us, and we're aware of what's going on. We, we're, we're paying attention to what's taking place. I mean, we have people right now who are part of a safety team. And like right now, and in this again, it's because of the world that we're, we're in right now. But our safety team right now, as we're worshiping and honoring and lifting up Jesus, digging into the Word, spending time with Him, right now, to put it in perspective for us, they're being vigilant for us. All right, so right now, they're being vigilant for me and you. They're staying aware. Right now, at least we hope they are. I believe they are. I trust them, amen? And we trust what's going on. But they're staying aware of what's happening. They're watching right now what's happening. Do we have systems in place right now for our kids because we love them? If you, if you had kids today, you went through and you checked them into a process. You, you have now uh, kids that you dropped off to of teachers and volunteers and pastors and leaders who are back there who have all been through background checks. And we're going like, man, why do you have to do this stuff in the world? Because this is a world we're living in. Now we're doing this. We're looking at Jesus. We're looking to him. We're being mindful of his return. But as we're here, we have to be vigilant. Like, man, and so like in the natural, we do this kind of stuff. Like, again, we have to. So we're on guard. We look. We're vigilant in these areas. But spiritually, there's no difference. Spiritually, as much more so because we're talking about eternity, we have to be vigilant. We have to be watchful. you got to pay attention to certain areas. I'm telling you, if, if, if you are a parent, man, you have to do this for your kids. This is us because, again, I realize it now, and it's probably hitting me the older I'm getting. I, I just, again, how much I didn't know. Come on, when I was young. Come on. I'm telling you, when I went to Tanglewood... I mean, when I say, I mean, that was my hood, Tanglewood. That's how I say it. That was, when I say that, that's my, that's my people. When I went there, I thought I knew everything then. Come on, somebody. I realized I don't, still don't. But as we see this, we have to be on guard. So, so, so young people right now, if you've got parents who are on guard for you, don't get mad about that. If they're looking out for you, if they're doing things that you don't like and appreciate, there's a reason behind it. They're being watchful because you don't know right now what the enemy can do. You don't realize how deceitful he is and how you opening up things, the enemy will destroy you, destroy a bloodline that came from them. And so you have to listen and trust that. So we as parents, we as individuals, be vigilant, like be watchful right now. When I say this spiritually speaking, Look with the eyes of faith and see the areas of the enemy and where he will come in. And I'm telling you, shut the door. Like, shut the front door, man. I'm talking about close it up. Seal it off. Say, man, not my house, not my family, not me and my mind. We're being vigilant in this area. I'm being watchful in this place. We look for this. Paul said this in the final words of the first of 1 Corinthians. If you're missing 1 Corinthians on Wednesday night, you better get in here on Wednesday nights because we are going through that book verse by verse. And so it is so good. But he says this in his closing final words to this church in 1 Corinthians. He says, watch. I'm telling you, you better watch. So many lose because they're not watching. 
so many lose and so many fall because they're not paying attention. I mean, it's, it's one of the big things when I was in law enforcement, I went through the academy, it was just like drilled in your head. Situational awareness. Some of you guys have been in this thing. And so, like, man, you keep your head on a swivel. I mean, it's like, man, it's like not that you're like just scared, but you're aware. You're looking out. You're being watchful. Some of us spiritually need to get our head on a swivel and get it out of the sand. Come on. And we need to put up and look up and look around and be mindful of what the enemy's trying to do because this is what he said. He said he told us to watch, to stand fast in the faith, be brave and be strong. So this is none of us, again, are called to lose. None of you, you need to see this, how strong we are in Christ, because this is what he told us, that there is a thief. There is a, an enemy, a roaring lion. He's looking for the ones he can take out. He's seeking those things. It's what thieves do. It's what they'll look for the easy target. I'm telling you, I've like, man, I've told my family, don't be looking now, walk around with your head down on the phone when you're out in public like that. Be looking up. It's like, if you coming to me, I'm going to see you coming. And me and you going to know, we're going to know it. We're going to throw some nuts. We not, you not, I'm not going to be an easy target. Spiritually, let's quit being easy targets for the enemy. Spiritually, let's just let's quit letting this happen because this is what he said. He's like a lion. Now, this is like, he's, he, he does things like a lion. He, he does things. But again, we know one line, the line of the tribe of Judah. So again, this is not, again, he's not. I love to remind him who you're not, devil. All right, you're not. You try stuff, but that's not, you, you're not that. All right, but he does do this. He's looking for the easy target. He's looking for the ones that he can take out. And Satan is really good. In the 80s, back in the day, we used to use the term poser. Jay, y'all know. Come on. Anybody, is posers, posers, that's still out there, y'all? Help me. It ain't? God. Man, I'm sorry y'all missed out on so much, young people. I'm so sorry. We have failed y'all as parents, and we're going to do better. Amen. Come on, we're going to bring this thing back, y'all. Let's do this. But a poser was this, all right? Now, you got to remember, uh, there was some people, I'm just going to just, we're at, at my relation to it, help y'all out for one second, all right? There were people who skated, just to let y'all know what's up. There were people who skated and rode BMX bikes who did that, and then there were people who acted like it. Real deal, baby. Some of my daughters said, which one were you, daddy? <laughs> the real deal. That's one of the reasons I got her in the 80s, man. She's like, he's a real deal. 30 years, y'all. I can say that. No, but there was some. Now, listen, they would come in and they had like what we call jams. I mean, that was like long all the way down. They had, they had the Gordon and Smith, GNS, y'all don't know about this, town and country, all the kind of stuff. They looked at, had them a skateboard. Come on, hand them a mongoose, hand them, hand them a scorpion, hand them a BMS. If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, I'm sorry. And it's just, you hand them, you pass that off to them, and they don't know, they're posing. Listen, this is what the enemy's doing right now. He's making you think. He's making you think 
that, man, I will take and steal and rob and kill everything in your life and your line. And, and, and this is, again, if we believe it, if we, if we open up to that and don't know how to do this and are not watchful, he will. Why are so many losing? We don't realize this. He's trying to be something that he's not. Quit letting him. Be vigilant. Be mindful. Be watchful in all areas. Guard those things, man. And I'm telling you, when we do this, and I'm talking about, I want to I see this. I'm believing that when, when the parents and the young people, they're not us. They're working together. They're in, they're in agreement. And when they see this, you don't realize what God does when people get agreements in households and families when they do this. And so we have to see this. We must be aware of what the enemy is trying to do. We're vigilant in this area. We're watchful. So we say this. If that's an area... Close the door. I'm being mindful of that thing. I'm closing the door today. I'm vigilant. And then he goes on to say, now you, you do it this way. You actually fight against this. You come against this enemy. You be sober. You be vigilant. And then now you do this. This line who's coming against you, who are trying to be, resist him. Like when this is how real this is. When he says resist him. When he's talking about resisting, this is not just, again, a thought. This is not like I'm going to lay back and, and I'm not going to do anything. Now, listen, we see how important, again, walking with God is what he does for us. But he's telling us here to do this, and it's huge. He said to resist the enemy, resist him. James 4, 7 says it like this. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. He's not like, this is not like, if you do these things, then you may be up. No, listen, the enemy has to go when we walk out God's plan. He has to leave. He has to do this. So I'm, I'm talking about freedom from demonic assault, freedom from the attack, bondages, strongholds. This happens, first of all. Now, we can't get this twisted. Don't mess this up because he says, submit to God, resist the devil. I've seen too many do this. Submit to the enemy. And resist God. I've seen it. And it happens. And we read about it. We've learned how that looks like. How we resist God through pride. And, and all those say, why pride? Go back. Why God do? We see how, why this is so important. But he said to do it this way. Submit to God. Now this is what this means. When we submit, you come under. So this is, I'm like, so as the covering of him, we submit to, we come up underneath God's purpose and plan. That's what submission is. We come up underneath his plan. Now, this was one of the hardest areas in my life to do, to submit to God's plan for a long time in my life. I had three older brothers, and they beat the mess out of me, man. We fought, and we, we went hard. And I'm telling you, this, I'm, this is how we did it. And they, would get, they would get me in a hold. I would get them in a hold. You would do something. and y'all, This is how we grew up in the Rogers house, y'all. And I mean, Emmett, your face is red, and you're starting to twitch, and there's, there's stuff coming out of you, and, but you won't submit. Won't do it. 
Man, listen, this is what we have to do. We have to submit to God. Quit resisting him. He's saying to do this. He said just to come up underneath him. Come up underneath his mission. Come up underneath his purpose and plan. And so, again, this is where we do it. We submit and we stand under. And then as we do that now, we resist the enemy. Now, when we're saying to resist, and Kane, you appreciate this, when we're talking about resisting the enemy, this is literally means it is a face-to-face. Study this word, because this word, man, is, is, is wild. When you see this word resist, when we, we're resisting the enemy, we're not just doing this passively. We're doing this aggressively. Some of the things that God gives us is defensive things, but some of what he gives us, he's called us to be in the offense. And so, again, we see this here. It is a face-to-face with the enemy. When you see Ephesians 6, 3, when it talks about withstanding, that's the same word. When you see that, man, you withstand. You come face-to-face. You don't pull back. You come into the enemy's face. Now, this is how this is not supposed to be. He's not supposed to stay there. I don't want to paint a picture, and I hope I'm not. This face-to-face thing that you have with the enemy is going to go on forever. Like me and him is going to be like, you know, round 13, and y'all just trying to like, no, I'm not. Now listen, he said when we submit to God, resist the devil, enemy flees. Now we saw this. He did it with Jesus. Please don't think he won't do this with us. He comes back. But we learn this, and we walk this out. We go towards this. We come against the enemy. This word here in the Greek, and I'm going to try not to mess it up, but it's a cool word. When we see this, it's the word anthistomy. I felt that. Anthistomy in the Greek. It's where we get our word antihistamine from. True thing. It's a blocker against histamine. It is a blocker of what's coming against us. Now listen to this. This is what God's calling us to do right now. It means to vigorously oppose. So we're talking about, man, why do people lose? They're not opposing the enemy. They're not coming. They're letting him do his thing. Vigorously oppose. Bravely resist. Again, this is not like, I'm awesome. No, he's amazing in us and through us. Bravely resist. To stand face to face against an adversary to stand your ground. Listen, there's, there's, there's land that God has given us. There's property and there's territory that he's given us. We have to stand. We have to resist the enemy. We have to come against him. We have to get in his face and say, man, not today. We have to say, man, not our young people. Not, not, not our school. Not, we have to fight this. We have to do this. I'm going to ask if you would stand with me, please. And as we, as we stand right now, I, I want to ask you today, listen, what area is it today, the enemy, that is he's coming against you? What is it today? God said, man, you need to be sober in that area. You need to be vigilant in that place, and you need to resist the enemy. Personally, right now, I'm talking about individually, me and you personally. I don't believe there's one person in here in this room right now and watching online that personally, individually, we can apply this to our life in, in a personal area, one place at least, right now. Like if, if today, like there's not, oh, I'm good, nothing's coming to mind. Listen, there, we, we need to say, God, show me, speak to my heart. But right now, as we do this, individually, personally, right now, I'm going to ask you just to bow your heads and close your eyes. 
And I'm going to ask you just to do this. Take a moment right now and just say, Holy Spirit, speak to me. Yeah, what are you saying to me? Help me respond right now as you've called me to respond. Yeah. I mean, again, I believe this individually. So I want to pray this way first and, and like speak to us and every person online and in the room with us right now. That right now, individually, personally, right now, if God has already, like in your heart, already said this is an area to be sober in. This is an area to be vigilant in. This is an area that you need to resist the enemy in right now. Just right there where you're at, I'm going to ask you just to lift your hands to heaven. Already the Lord has already just spoken that to your heart. He's already put that on your mind. He's already put that in your heart. Your hands are around this room. are lifted. Hope you at home, you're able to just stop what you're doing. Just lift your hands to the Lord. And I just, want to, I just want to pray over every person. Again, I believe every person right now, there's an area that God's calling us to apply this to our life. Not to lose, but to win. So, Father, I just thank you for every hand raised because this, Lord, is an opportunity. <laughs> Lord, and just today, God, we do it the same way in that hospital room that gentleman called on you. You showed up, Lord. We call on you now. Yeah, we call on you now. Yeah, just as you are revealing right now to hearts and to lives, as you're speaking right now to individuals in this room and online, God, we respond right now. We lift our hands to you, God. Now, as your hands are raised and as you're right now, as your heart is open to the Lord, just do it this way. Just say, God, I, I want to be sober. Hey, I want to be vigilant. I want to be watchful. And Lord, I want to resist the enemy and submit to you and your plan, God. His way is so much better. His way is so much better. And I, I want to declare victory over you, Lord. I just declare victory over your people right now, Lord. Not one person in this room is called to lose. And I thank you for the promise right now of victory in you, God. So, Lord, first of all, we submit to you. We come to you, God. Yeah, we surrender to you. First way we do this right now is that we submit to God. We do this. We submit and come underneath his purpose and plan and will. So that means if today you're not a Christian, you haven't surrendered to his plan, submitted to him, we do this humble as we know how. We just put our faith in the work of what Christ did. It's called grace. And we accept that right now. We say, God, I come to you right now, and I just surrender my life to you. I believe that today what Christ did on the cross, the taking my sin and shame, dying in my place, resurrecting, sending to heaven and coming again. I believe Christ did that for me. Well, it has to become personal. It has to become real for you right now. So if that's you, just surrender your life to the Lord right now. Say, God, I come to you. Yeah, I come to you. I thank you, Jesus. Yeah, there's been a lot of hands raised and the Holy Spirit is at work right now. And in just a moment, just as heads remain bowed and eyes are still closed, I'm going to invite, I'm gonna, in just a moment, I'm going to invite every person who would join with us as a body, as a family, as an army, as we pray and gather, as we stand against the enemy and pray for our students and schools, and we, as we pray for our teachers and administrators and our, our students, our parents, our kids, we do that as we resist the enemy. But right now, I don't want you to miss it. If there's any, I know many of you raised your hand already, but if you need specific prayer, you need special prayer, before we do this, I'm going to ask you just to step out from where you're at as our prayer team begins to make their way down. If you need prayer for any reason in your life right now, listen, we don't want you to miss this moment with God.
So we invite you to come. As they come, you can join them. You can just come. You can kneel, stand, step back to the back to the connect area. But we want to pray with you. If you have a need, we want to pray for you. The answer to your need is prayer. That's the answer. The answer to your need is prayer. It's to Jesus. And so God works. So if you need that for any reason, we invite you to come first. But I am going to ask us all just a moment who will help us and become a part of this army. But yeah, anybody, I don't want you to miss it. Anyone at all, you can kneel, stand, yeah, just come. Somebody's going to come and pray with you. You're not going to be alone, I promise. Now, I want to ask this first. This is going to take boldness. This is going to take soberness. This is going to take vigilance on the behalf of, of the people in this room right now. I'm going to ask if our students in this room right now, I know our elementary are in, in class right now, but if our students, I want you to lead the way in this and join with us in this fight, first of all. So if you're middle, high school, college, if you're a student, I'm going to ask you to begin to come first, if you would. If you don't mind, would you come? And we're going to pray for our schools. We're going to pray for our students. We're going to pray for you. But I want you to be the representative first, to come down, representing your school, your, your family, your, your situation right now. Just come, if you would. Yeah, yeah just a moment. We're going to bring all of them. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I want our students to come first. Come. Thank you. Yeah, any student. Not going to embarrass you. We're just going to pray with you. Just going to pray for you. Yeah, just going to pray for you. Thank you so much. And I'm going to ask our teachers, if they would, any teachers, administrators, school employees, any kind, to just come. Just begin to step out and come again. We're going to form a wall. We're going to form a wall of protection around them. Yeah, we're going to form a wall. I've just, I see this in the spirit. I feel like God's wanting to show us this in the natural right now. I just see this. So thank you. Young people, just step a little bit forward if you don't mind. There's people coming in behind you now. Thank you so much for doing this. I want you to understand, listen, you're on the front lines day in, day out, guys. And listen, you're strong in the Lord. You're strong in Him. So submit to Him. Resist the enemy. Come on, you can do this. Listen, but thank you for this. Thank you for stepping forward. Teachers, administrators, thank you so much. Now I want to do this. Any parents begin to just make your way out. Come on, we're just forming a wall. Gather around these. And if you believe in the power of prayer, single, married, young, old, you believe in the power of prayer. Listen, I want to invite you to come, to come. We're going to form a wall around these. And I want us to pray. I'm telling you, I want us to pray. I want us to resist the enemy. I don't want us to be just laid back in our approach with what we do with the enemy right now. Yeah, first time guests, you're welcome to come. Yes, part of our family day in, day out, please, just so you're invited. Come. All right, I want you to do this. I want you as the worship team ministers in song, we just want to go to the Lord in prayer. We're going to be praying for you, pray over you as a representative of your school, as a representative of your family, if it's homeschool, wherever it may be, just right now. I want heads bowed, eyes are just closed, and we just want to go after God for a moment. And we're just going to pray. We're just going to lift up our hands and surrender to the Lord. We're submitting right now to his plan. We're doing this. We're humbly coming before the Lord saying, God, I give you my life. I give everything to you. Yeah, just young people, if you would, as a front line right now, just lift your hands up to the Father. Yeah, just lift your hands up to the Father. Say, God, I give you my life right now. Yeah, I give you my life. Yeah, and I want you to just begin to stand and pray and just believe right now. Now do this however you need to do this, people who are behind them. If you need to work your way through, if the Holy Spirit leads you to do it, work your way through the crowd. If the Holy Spirit puts someone in your heart or calls you to do this. But right now I want you to begin to pray. Work your way in. Pray over these young people. Pray for our students. 
pray for our teachers. Pray for our schools. God, I declare that right now there will be not a single, no Lord, no more, no more school shootings in our schools and our counties, God, represented in this place. We declare right now, we declare over them today, Father, your protective hand. We just declare your peace right now over minds and hearts that may be leaning in a certain direction towards those things, God. Put someone in their path. Put a counselor. Put a teacher. Lord, put someone in their path, God. And Lord, I just thank you for your goodness and grace right now. We resist the enemy right now, God. We resist the enemy. Yeah, and I want you, if you could, just pray specifically for the Tanglewood School right now. Yeah, pray for the school right now. Pray for each school rep. Let's call that name out if you would. Let's just pray. Spend some moments. Spend some time with the Lord. Resist the enemy. Fight him. Come on, face to face in the power that God's given you, the authority he's given you. Stand in faith right now. Prayer Warriors is a whole Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.